So when I give these real brief topic discussions, I try to avoid topics that I'm not uh, all that familiar with just because I don't want to say something ignorant or stupid. But I was reading an article and I thought this was pretty interesting, so I figured I would I would share it. And then uh, if if I do say something stupid, hopefully somebody will, will correct me and help me out. But um, it was an article published in New England Journal of Medicine um, in December 2017, depending on when you're listening to this. Uh, but it dealt with patients who had undergone hematopoietic stem cell transplant and prophylactically treating them with latimavir for uh, prevention of cytomegalovirus. So CMV infection can definitely be a risk factor and something to worry about. Uh, obviously, in, in patients who are either seropositive themselves as the recipients or they are getting a, a graft from a seropositive donor. We also see this with uh, sometimes the patients who are seropositive, uh, but it's maybe latent virus, and then they get a seronegative donor, uh, but it actually activates the, the virus again. So uh, there's several agents that have been used in the past, uh, gencyclovir, valgencyclovir, acyclovir, uh, are all some of the more, more common agents. And latimavir has been used uh, in the past kind of like as a second-line option. Uh, there was a phase two study that was published uh, back, I believe, maybe 2014, um, somewhere in that range. Uh, but this is kind of the, the next, the phase three, the follow-up to that study and with longer reaching data. So if you're not familiar with latimavir, uh, it is an antiviral that works uh, by primarily inhibiting this, this certain component uh, that's found on the terminase complex uh, that's directly involved with DNA cleavage and packaging that's responsible for CMV replication. Now, in humans, we actually don't have this target. Um, so it's acting on a target that's specifically found uh, in CMV. So the study uh, that was published December 2017 uh, included patients that had no detectable CMV DNA on their first day of randomization. Uh, patients were either given 480 milligrams of latimavir or placebo. Um, and now if the patient was also taking cyclosporin, um, they received 240 milligrams daily of latimavir uh, due to the drug-drug interactions. Um, there's also drug-drug interactions with Tacro um, and some other common medications used in this patient population, so uh, be aware of that. You get some weak to moderate uh, inhibition of cytochrome P450-3A4 uh, and also some weak to moderate in, you know, induction of 2C9 and 2C19. So kind of keep that in mind. we got to definitely look for drug-drug interactions if we're going to use this medication. Now, the primary endpoint of the study was clinically significant CMV infection, and uh, latimavir group showed an incidence of 37.5% uh, compared to 60.6% that was found in placebo. So if you look just at that, it was statistically significant difference. Um, number needed to treat in that case would be 5 and so it definitely makes a good case for latimavir as far as effectiveness, um, at least in compared to placebo. Uh, now, keep in mind, latimavir does not have activity against uh, herpes simplex virus or zoster. And so you've got to keep that in mind. Some of the other agents that we've used in the past or primary prophylaxis um, also will have uh, activity against some of these other viruses that we're worried about in this patient population. So... Uh, this still may not be a perfect product, but uh, one thing that it does avoid uh, is, is the myelosuppression that we see with gencyclovir. 
There is slightly more vomiting and edema with this medication compared to placebo. And there also seems to be a very slight risk of AFib or atrial flutter. So I'm sure that's something that will be assessed over time. Uh, so I'm, I'm very curious to see, now that this data is out, I'm definitely curious to, to hear some of the experts uh, discussing this medication and, and where it will fall in, in prophylaxis. So go check it out, New England Journal of Medicine, December 21st, 2017.